Hello and welcome to Rocket Fuel, your daily update for everything that's happening in the Rocket Pool community. Today is Friday, November 11th. My name is Wack Wack Attack and let's get started. So we're going to start with this really cool thing that Joe shared a screenshot of in trading overnight. Um, it's a screenshot of the um, Rocket Pool uh, Linux client interface, command line interface. And it says, note, by creating a new mini pool, your node will automatically claim and distribute any balance you have in your fee distributor contract. If you don't want to claim your balance at this time, you should not create a new mini pool. Would you like to continue? Yes. Please choose an amount of ETH to deposit. 8 ETH, 16 ETH. So this is really cool that um, Joe's already putting together the smart node um, integration for the LEBs. And I guess the team's getting ready in the next few days to test it on um, a dev net, like an internal net, uh, internal testing before it all goes off to auditing. So it's really great that this is happening and it's getting closer and closer every day and it's actually a real thing. So um, keep us updated, Joe. Thanks for that. Next, we had this tweet from Jasper. We've actually got another couple of things from Jasper coming up. It says, did your staking derivative have an oopsie? can't relate um our ETH by rocket pool built to last and then there's this diagram starting from july where um there was a divergence in the peg basically between um our ETH and st ETH, which is lido staked ETH, and you can see that there was a pretty big gap here in august where um it was pretty much like a four percent gap and then as that gap got smaller, um, you know, our ETH started trading at a premium and then STETH was kind of coming back to a premium slash back to its soft peg. But then with this news of FTX, um, the ETH premium went up a little bit and the STETH premium as the discount got bigger. So the divergence between the two pegs grew and it just shows that the ETH is much more stable and much more trusted uh, product. Um, the deposit pool still has our ETH in there for people to mint, uh, burn it quite easily if they want to get their ETH back, but no one's doing that, you know? So it's really great to see that our ETH is showing such strength in this situation and um, the, the the community still trusts in it. So that's really great to see. Um, Next, we have this other comment from um, Jasper talking about how FTX died and how um, its fallout um, is uh, really impacting the market. And then he says, this recent fiasco has proved just the opposite for Lido about it not being... Oh, let me go back a sentence. Actually, for an asset aiming to be the base layer of DeFi, the market capitulation we experienced should be a passing breeze this recent fiasco has proved the opposite for Lido. I'll briefly discuss how the ST, ST ETH peg held up, what is happening with ST Sol, and why contagion is a real threat. So then Jasper was talking about the issues with um, Lido across um, on the ST, ST Sol side, um, because they also stake um, the Solana tokens, and um, they lost their peg by up to 10% over the last couple of days at times. And um, Jasper was um, kind of talking about how that might have like a contagious effect across the whole of Lido and even spread to Ethereum and what might happen because of that. So this, he then uh, tells us, is a part of his paper that he's writing. So here's the link to the paper. 
um, he comes back and tells us that this is the second draft. It's not the final draft yet, so it's not ready for for um, publishing. However, it's a 36-page paper about um, why Paradigm was wrong, how our ETH will flip STETH. And then there's a table of contents here. The quick abstract is saying it's analysis of the social and economic headwinds facing STETH, how these headwinds are reflected by market conditions, creating tailwinds for RETH, analysis of the broader LSD market, and the general RETH bull case. So this is broken up into different sections. Um, number one, power is not law. Number two, social uh, social headwinds to STETH growth. STETH growth. Um, and then number three, economic headwinds to STETH growth. Number four, the orange cascade. And then the orange creep pre-withdrawals, orange migration after withdrawals. Number five, a new challenger arrives. And then um, six, the underappreciated art of counterparty economic, uh, tokenomics. Seven, conclusion, eight, postscript. So this is like a, a full thesis that um, Jasper has put together, which is really cool. I have not read this yet but I've read snippets of it in previous posts that Jasper has shared. Um, I'm going to give it a read at some point over the weekend. I'm going to set a time aside to read it, and I'm really excited about reading it because um, I really like Jasper's thoughts on these kinds of issues. So I'm going to um, share a link with this um, in the... Well, I'm going to share the link to the Discord to this uh, in the, the description below. So you can have a look at it. But remember, this is not a finished product yet. This is not something that I think you should be sharing just yet. Um, we'll let Jasper decide when there's time for that. But you can have a look. And I think Jasper's um, open to receiving uh, uh, criticism, feedback, suggestions, any of that kind of stuff. I think um, please don't inundate him with, with information. But that's really cool to see. Next, we have this um, update from Blue AVM. Eth, um, who shares um, information that Sephiroth shared on the All Nodes Discord channel, and he says, "Can you please clarify in dollar terms per LEB eight per month for various offerings?" So then um, Sephiroth says, "For LEB eights, All Nodes will charge seven dollars fifty a month for the basic plan, uh, fifteen dollars a month for the advanced plan, and thirty dollars a month for the enterprise plan, and possibly at LEB fours they'll charge." $5 a month for the basic, $10 a month for the advanced, and enterprise will be $20 a month. So if you count it as a per ETH staked price, then it's an increase in price. If you count it as per mini pool price, then it's a decrease in price. So depending on how you want to look at it, um, yeah, but that, that information is out there now. I'm not sure if it's 100% finalized yet. There's still a few months before um, LEB8s go live, like maybe a couple of months. So it might be um, possible that that changes, but I think that's where all nodes stand at the moment. So thank you for sharing that information. Um, next, we have this uh, comment from Dondo sharing information that the ultrasound money poap is available so if you were in the eth staker um call the other day when eth went ultrasound then you could um you had the option to pay five dollars for a poap um if you paid five dollars for that poap then that poap is available now so you can have a look and and see if you like it um this is what it looks like let me just 
not connect my wallet at this time but yeah um let me see if i can zoom in on that. yeah that's what it looks like um so it's just showing that the eth is going ultrasound and it's really great to see so um there's 147 left 69 have been claimed i've already claimed mine so that's cool um next i want to share this back and forth from hoja and joe about lep 8s to kind of give everyone a bit of an understanding of what we were talking about a couple of days ago about why um the smart node stack won't allow you to change your mini pool into lep 8 um until withdrawals are enabled so hojo says oh okay so forgive my ignorance in order to withdraw staking staking rewards they're going to allow withdrawing the stake alone with the upgrade or do you have to spin down the validator to get it out and then start it up again so the idea is like you know if you have a um, mini pool or a validating node now um, a validator now will you have to like exit or will you and then enter again as two leb8s or is there some other way of doing it so joe says that will include skimming getting the excess of 32 eth back so skimming is the ability to kind of take off all your rewards off the top of your um, um your node oh sorry your validator and um just leaving 32 eth in there so joe says that will include skimming so once the skimming happens then you can take off the top of the rewards and says doing so will require you to do the 0x00 to 0x01 withdraw credentials updates so you know where to send them and that's when we want to capture because people can migrate solo stakers to mini pools with it so that'll be a way that you know when they're doing uh, changing their credentials they'll be able to change it to the rocket pool contracts and become mini pools instead of being solo stakers and then Hoja says, oh, so even our Rocket Pool validator stake initially with the Capella upgrade, if we want to skim it, we have to exit the validator. And Joe says, no, you're automatically giving it for free. And then Hoja says, so it's liquid and can be swapped on the market once Capella is deployed without decommissioning a validator. And Joe says, the ETH portion of your earnings, yes, RPL, no. And Hoja says, got it. And then uh, Hodja asks a few questions. So he says, he's trying to understand the issue. So he says, so essentially Capella upgrade takes place. Then at that point, I'm able to take profit on ETH portion of stake rewards without decommissioning a validator. If I decommission the validator, I have to enter the queue, which is max 1,125 validators per day. Um, then once it has exited, uh, the staked ETH becomes normal liquid ETH which I can use to redeploy LEB8s. I'm unclear whether Rocket Pool 16 ETH to a two times LEB8 migration will be deployed with Capella, is it? So then Joe kind of breaks it down step by step and he says, Capella upgrade takes place, yes. Uh, then take the profits, yes. Um, decommission and validate item to enter again with the queue, yes. And then the last point where he says, um, once it's exited and the staked ETH becomes normal liquid ETH, will i be able to redeploy it and joe says no by then i'll have smart load out that lets you migrate an existing 16 to two times leb eights without exiting so that gives you a bit of an idea of what the pathway will be like once withdrawals are enabled on um, ethereum and skimming is enabled on ethereum i think it'll be um, a really good way to um, kind of like break down the steps that will happen and just we as a community kind of like need to keep reminding people of what the steps are going to be so atlas will come out probably in january um at that point you can start a new mini pool as an leb8 
However, you won't be able to um, change your existing 16 ETH LEBs into LEB8s. For that, you'll have to wait until Shanghai slash Capella, um, which is when you can skim off the top of your rewards. And after that, you'll be able to um, migrate your existing LEB, sorry, existing mini pool into two LEB8s. So I think that's the, that's the structure there. So that's really cool. Um, I'm really excited for that happen. It looks like um, it might be around March time where withdrawals go live. However, Joe was talking about how it might get pushed to quarter two, um, which will take us to April or May. So I guess we'll see what happens. Next, we had this um, a screenshot from Patches who says Marco finally getting paid for the whale marriage. So let's take a step back. As I talked about in the last couple of days, the fee distributor had an issue on the, on the contracts. So it meant that people who were not part of the smoothing pool were advised against uh, withdrawing their ETH um, um, or distributing it to themselves. So yesterday the fix went live. So after that, um, Marco Barco and Patricio, they have um, they have uh, five nodes um, together like and they're staking. So Marco was able to withdraw the ETH part of that, um, which came to around 125, 150, let's say 140, about 250 ETH, I think, somewhere around those kind of numbers, just a little bit less, 240 ETH. Um, he got paid out, basically. He was able to take that from his MEV and tips, um, the basically execution execution layer rewards. So, yeah, those are pretty <laughs> nice rewards for, like, just a couple of hundred ETH, so... That's not too bad. Am I reading that right? Yeah, I think I'm reading that right. So, yeah, um, good job, Marco, like getting paid. So, that's nice. So, finally, um, we're going to finish on a couple of X FTX things. Again, it's one of the things that main things that the community is talking about. And um, we had we had um, FTX files for bankruptcy. Like the rumors were coming out this morning, and then we actually got. Um, a message from Sam who said today I filed FTX, FTX US and Almeida for a voluntary chapter 11 proceedings in the US. So um, what does that mean? It means that FTX is now um, bankrupt and even the, the US version of that is bankrupt as well and the market kind of took a dip uh, once that news came through, which people were just like, you know, we knew that they were going to go bankrupt. I guess people thought maybe that they were still like, would get bailed out or something by a competitor. Um, obviously, Binance walked away, but there was talk of Tron maybe trying to bail them out, uh, Justin Sun uh, with Tron. But um, I don't think that's materialized so far or hasn't. So um, they've officially child for bankruptcy proceedings under Chapter 11. Um, the surprising thing is that FTX US was included in that. Because just yesterday, um, SBF was talking about how um, the US version of FTX is fine and doesn't have any issues. So that was definitely a problem um, and people were not happy about that. And um, there's a couple of interesting things, a piece of information that have come out um, that kind of like bringing out some conspiratorial thinking. But um, I find it really interesting about how all these different financial sectors are kind of like incestuous in a way and um, how it might explain some of the 
privileged positions that Sam was getting in Washington. So there's this post from Twitter. I don't know how true it is or isn't, but it says, did you know uh, Alameda CEO Caroline Ellison, um, her dad, Glenn Ellison, is the department head of economics at MIT. And prior to getting appointed to the SEC, Gary Gensler was a professor for the practice of global economics and management at MIT. So he worked very closely with um, Caroline Ellison's father at MIT. So that's uh, Gary Gensler obviously is the head of the SEC. Um, and yeah, so then Hoja comes in with these conspiracy, like kind of like kind of echoing things that people have been saying on Twitter and elsewhere. He said, I wonder if the conspiracies are true that FTX is sophisticated US government attack on crypto, steal client funds, donate to US government, nuke, paving the way for harsh regulations. Lol. So, of course, that's not um, like it, it, it's a stretch to say that that's what's happened and that's what's true here. However, um, the fact that there's all these relationships between different people in this in this community, like this kind of regulation government sphere, um, it's kind of eyebrow raising, you know, like you have to kind of um, think about how this happens. And we already know that all the banking sector kind of plays musical chairs with re regulation and then back to banking and over and over again. Um, but now it seems like that might be seeping into the crypto sphere as well which is one of the reasons why the reports are coming out yesterday that um, the government um, will go ahead with the bill that uh, SPF was pushing as disastrous as it, as it was. Um, they're still going to go ahead with that. And I think that is absolutely ridiculous and that bill should be dead. But um, I guess we'll get some clarity on what's going on with that in the next few days. And un until then, I'll keep updating you all on what's going on. But... Um, I'm going to end the episode here because it was only um, update for the last 12 or so hours. But as always, there's always so much to talk about. But um, yeah, I'm going to end it here. I hope you all have a lovely weekend ahead. Uh, please share links with me in the Rocket rocket Fuel thread. Um, and I'll come back Monday with, uh, with, another, with another episode for you all. So have a great weekend, everyone. Um, stay safe. Stay Stay healthy. Um, try to get away from the crypto stuff if you can and I will talk to you all on Monday. Bye.